0: Hello and welcome to SouthPod. I'm Ruth from your communications team and I am so excited to be joined today by comedy legend, Jake O'Kane. Jake, you're very welcome. How are you?
1: All good. I think it's more like leg end than legend, I think would be closer (laughs) to the truth. I think I'd be... (laughs)
0: Tell me, just in case there's anybody listening to this or um, on the podcast or watching us here, and on the unlikely event they don't know who you are, tell us a wee bit about yourself. Who is Jacob Kane, and what do you do? I'm a stand-up
1: comic who uh, does a bit of TV work. I write a column for the Irish News of a weekend. I uh, do a wee bit of acting when they need someone who's old and ugly. And uh, just anything, anything else that'll that'll will get money, I will. I'm a, a prostitute myself at a, a at a heartbeat to do. Yes, so that's pretty much what I do.
0: And in addition to all of that, you've been very busy over the last couple of weeks and months, really helping the health service. And you have promoted and really encouraged people to get their COVID vaccine. And I'm just really curious to know why is that? Why did you feel that was something you wanted to support?
1: because i'd like an audience when this is all over so i think it's a good <laughs> idea to promote them and remind them that if they want to be there in a year's time to watch me on stage around the theaters it'd be a good idea to get a vaccine which has been miraculously you know what i mean it's, it's astounding that they've, they've managed to come up with this and that there are uh, people who still uh arguing not to get it. it just baffles me it just will never cease to astound me that uh, we are so fortunate. We are in a part of the world where we're able to get a vaccine. You know what I mean? The vast majority of the world aren't able to access a vaccine. And yet here we are. We're in, we have the National Health Service. They are giving us a vaccine that will save our lives. And uh, I, I have no time for anti-vaxxers or any of that nonsense. So I rant about it. That's one of the other things I do. I rant. People, things annoy me and I take off on a rant. And uh, it just, I just have to burn myself out so uh this this weekend's column in the irish news is all about anti-vaxxers and all about the nonsense that's going on and the abuse that the health service staff are taking you know what i mean right across the uk they're they're getting abused because they're trying to save lives you know it, it's insane and i think people who have a public uh profile of any standing you just have to stand up now you know what i mean it's time people stand up and say enough of this this isn't what this isn't no 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 we're not going to allow this to continue to happen um, if that's what people believe, fair enough. But people in the public eye, I would ask them to be very, very careful what they're saying, what they're putting out, because this all feeds back into the, the mania and the madness of the anti-vax and the, the COVID deniers. Uh, so yeah, that's, that, 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 that annoys me. We're
0: all allowed we rant, Are we, we're, and we appreciate your support. I suppose what was, um, you know, you make us laugh so much and have done for many years, and they say laughter's the best medicine.
1: No, I prefer penicillin, to be honest with you. I Do prefer you? the vaccine. I'll take the vaccine. over. If somebody's I'll got a be choice between the vaccine and, and a comic, I'll still take the vaccine. Give me the vaccine first.
0: Good. That's what we like to hear. But then if you if you think about this pandemic and everything that it has done and the the, the sheer upheaval for everybody across the globe and the, the stress, if you like, this has caused, are you able to see this through a comedy lens and laugh at laugh at this, does that make it easier to cope with? No, I had a
1: brain fart at the start. I, I had a, a minor nervous breakdown, you know what I mean? I, I had the great misfortune of actually having read a few books. and you know, So being a neurotic by nature, you know, my first response is to turn my clothes off and go running down the street naked. You know, that's my first. So uh, luckily I'm married to a sane woman and uh, she sort of landed me back down on earth. But my first response was to build a moat around the house. And, uh, you know, buy a shotgun and just, you know, because I was concerned, this was zombie uh, dawn of the dead stuff. You know, my, <laughs> I had a small business, which I closed when nobody else was closing. I was closed six weeks before anybody else. And uh, in a funny sort of way, my neurosis has, has, has worked out well, because I've taken this seriously. You know what I mean? Maybe to, yeah. um, now, it took me a while to basically just touch down again and uh, to realize, you know, uh, uh, this this is, is to be handled. And uh, but I would hate to have someone like me in a job like yours. You know what I mean? They'd be phoning up and going, "Hello, hello, hello!" <laughs> She's <now> gone. <laughs> She's dug a hole somewhere out in the back garden. So the comedy came late when I was able to look at the madness of my own reaction. And uh and I I, I to be I admit, I've always been able to laugh at myself. You know, a lot of my humour is based on my own madness and my par my, my hypochondria and all the rest of the stuff. You know, I don't get a headache. I got a brain tumor. You know, if I got a i got a pain on my side, my liver's going to fall out of my arse. You know what I mean? There's never any, no, simple. Oh, so do that's never the like, You look to. up. Do you uh, look
0: at your symptoms? Do you do that? No, God, no, no, no.
1: no. Oh, no I don't know I I stay well away from that there because I wouldn't go to of bed if I did that. You know, so I try to be, uh, and people laugh at me because uh, people say, you're good to the health service. And I say, this is an investment. I'm going to be meeting them all pretty soon. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's not completely, you know, magnanimous or maybe big hearted. Um, um but it is it is it's been able I think the, the comedy thing is that this sort of weird sort of mentality that a comic has is we, we can look at sort of dark stuff and just, just just take something out of it, you know, cutting your own hair. Who thought they'd be their own barbers, you know? And and I I don't have much, but it annoyed me and I decided to cut my own hair in the middle of this, and the wife filmed that and uh, never cut your hair with a pair with beard trimmers you know it does not work especially when your wife doesn't want you to cut your hair and won't help you cut the back of your head you know what I mean and you have to go up to the bathroom and do the two mirror thing and you're, you're going the wrong way and you're losing hair all this you
0: know it's oh, um, I love, I'm here I'm loving your book case behind you for your at least especially for your zoom calls I'm sure you've read every one of those have you
1: that's a green screen is it no (laughs) here's the thing i have read all those books but i'm now at an age where i could start reading them again because i forgot what's in them so i never have to buy another book there's enough books are to do me now for whatever the rest of the time i have um but that's a problem but that can be a, a curse as well because it was because i had read way back in the 90s a book called hot zone which was all about it was a, it was a representation of what had happened when there'd been a very short outbreak thankfully of Ebola in the states scared the life out of me and then you, you pick up stuff as you go along over the years and uh, so when this happened, I think if you were if you were reading it all and I think if you had any knowledge of the world, you know everyone is saying that this was a was, was, was there a 50 50 chance The World Health Organization said about 10 years ago, this is going to happen. You know, Bill Gates, who knows a bit, you know, he said it's going to happen. And I love the lunacy of humanity that people are now saying that, you know, it's all Bill Gates. This vaccine, they're putting a tracer into you so Bill Gates can... These are people who their own wives don't care where they are. Do you know what I mean? Bill Gates doesn't care where they are. He doesn't want to trace you. Nobody wants to know where you are. You know, so it's... This is what gets me. This is what.
0: I love how you're out of your jammies, or is it Jimmy's? I call them jimmies. But all through this, you had Jake and Jimmy's on social.
1: And a couple, so I just get CD editing involved. I've done a few of those, uh, uh, but uh, I think everybody, most people, like right now, I'm naked from the waist down. You know, just okay. the jammies. You know, listen, most people, most people are sitting. You know, doing these things, and they've got their jammies on, and they're doing whatever. <laughs> and and they sucks. make eternal mistakes. Some of them make eternal mistakes of standing up halfway through. And then people, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> turn the camera off. Somebody turn the camera off. <laughs> oh dear! So, no, it's. Uh, I think a lot of people were, as you know yourself, people are working now and they're they're in their own homes. And it's the we, you know, the, the we started this, and somebody started digging outside. There hasn't been any digging outside for the last two years, but now this starts, and right, there's somebody yeah. digging a hole outside. There'd be so, yeah.
0: <laughs> and here, do you have a shop, haven't you? Did you say? I
1: have a small uh, shop. Stock? Yes
0: and so when this all hit and you were more ready than most how did you manage all of you know the social distancing with your customers or what about masks did they all wear their masks i shouted
1: people i shouted i just i i i, I shout, you know i shouted for the first i think six months i have signs as big you could see these signs in space don't come without a mask and yet they're still coming in without masks and i'm saying <laughs> you can't come no it's all right I've got, a, yeah, I've got a lanyard, I've got a lanyard, I'm exempt, I don't care, I, <laughs> you still could go outside. Uh, eventually people got used to wearing the masks, uh, but occasionally you get people coming in and saying, and there are legitimate people who, and I, and this thing killed me, I know one old man who is crippled with asthma and he's still in wearing a mask. And as his explanation was, I'm only in for two minutes, son. And yet to get other people and they think because, there's one guy coming in and he says, I've got asthma and emphysema. And I said, you should be home, in one of them we plastic domes. You shouldn't be out. You shouldn't be walked. Go away and get, you know. Uh, but the classic was one young fella walked in, no mask, and I says, put your mask on. And he says, Jake, I can't wear a mask. And I says, what, what, asthma? What, what, emphysema? What's the story? And he says, no, I've only got one ear. And I'd forgot he'd got his ear bit off, right? <laughs> he only got one. <laughs> I, I had to go far enough, son. That That is one excuse. I cannot argue, for. you get a buy ball. And I said to the wife later, that. she was saying to me, how did you forget a guy had got one ear? And I said, it's North Belfast. Half of the guys in North Belfast have only got one ear. It's, <laughs> not, a, it's, not, it's not that unusual
0: a uh, thing. I must ask our IPC colleagues. They might have a view on that as to how he could adapt a mask so he could stay safe <laughs> and keep but his about it's, it's,
1: it's I've, I've got the whole screen stuff up. And uh, 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 the, it took me six weeks to adapt to get the shop you know because I had staff and there's people working what they, one of them does have asthma one of them's diabetic and uh as far as I was concerned I didn't want that in my conscience I want to do everything I could to make sure that it was as safe as possible for them
0: what about old hand hygiene have you got the alcohol hand rub and everything in the store I, or?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to the stage I was afraid somebody might light a match <laughs> Somebody, if somebody had lit a match within two feet of me, <laughs> I'd have been <laughs> oh, calling the fire. But no people are walking by going, Are you drinking? Are you are you drinking? Are you? So, yeah, yeah. But here's I was doing all that before the pandemic. I'm I'm such a neurotic. I was, you know, I love that. I love the smell of that dial alcohol in your
0: hands. Yeah, you can't beat yeah. it. It was me. Can't oh dear jake see today before i come on to you here we are having still huge pressure continuing pressure on all of our hospital beds there's just so many patients coming in um, with covid that we are having to care for and you know i'm thinking maybe some of our staff are listening to this on a podcast or watching us now they'll be having a wee break from that and it's maybe the only break they get during a long long shift all of that PPE that you're talking about what would you would you have a wee message for them?
1: It must we punters like us will never understand we will never be able to comprehend what's happened over the last year this is a war the medical staff our health workers have been in a war nothing short of that and I'm sure a lot of them went through things that you know it'll take a long time to deal with and come through and all the rest. But i when they see the news and they see idiots out marching, you know, against COVID regulations and against uh, what we're trying to do. It must be very disheartening. They are the minority. I think that the, our health board must remember they are the minority. They're not the majority. The majority of people are like me who respect and love you and encourages and are very appreciative of what you do. You know what I mean? And that's never going to change. You know what I mean? That other minority don't represent us, never will represent us. And you know, we're the people sitting in casualty unit. And if some guy kicks off, I'm going to beat out of them before the security ever get to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> See these people who are threatening medics. I hope to God I am anywhere near uh, when that ever tries to happen because they'll get to meet a medic. And this is the reality of, of where we are. You know what I mean? They are, we, we aren't taking for granted what you're going through, we aren't taking for granted what you're having the experience. We wish that you were paid more. We wish it was a fair world. And, you know, all we can do is get our vaccines, uh, try any of us who have a public profile to say, you know what I mean? Encourage people to get the vaccine, to turn up, for young people to turn up. And the argument is, you know, I- I'm not gonna get it, it's not gonna affect me. It is, it will, you know what I mean? Because you could then maybe transmit it to somebody else. And this vaccine has no, it doesn't care who you are, what age you are, where you are, it's, if you're a human being, it's dangerous. So that's, that's the message, is not to lose hope. And, uh, and, and hopefully I'll see you in a year time talking nonsense on a stage somewhere, and uh, we'll begin to get back to some normality. But it'll take time. I mean, this is well, the only thing people don't factor in. There's a knock-on effect of this. If COVID beds, if nurses and staff are there dealing with COVID patients, that then means other patients aren't being treated, which who will have to be treated. So this tsunami, this wave will take some time, you know, to come down.
0: Jake, thank you so much. I know all of my colleagues are going to really appreciate you taking the time to say all of that and and to show your support to us. Thank you so much. Pleasure.
1: Absolute pleasure. Nice talking to you.
0: You too. Take care.